Welcome back, hashtag 59 friends, to another episode of our Midwest Adventures podcast season. Today, Jill G takes a little break, and I jump in with Chaz, the executive director of the Outdoor Writers Association of America. Chaz is been living all over the country but now hails from the midwest and i'll tell you what there's nobody better to get access to to talk about all the different cool things with all the different cool outdoor writers from around the midwest and Chaz. so come on in to the inside listen to my convo with Chaz, and get inspired to find some new intriguing and exciting outdoor adventures in the midwest Hashtag 59. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Mike R here. Jill G is taking a little hiatus on this episode and allowing me to bring in another fabulous special guest. Chez from OWAA is in the house and we are going to be talking Midwest Outdoor Adventures today. Chez, what's up? Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. It's good to have you on here. So uh, maybe give the hashtag 59 audience a little uh, insight about who you are, what you do. And I would say out of all the people and places I've gone to on this Midwest adventure season, you might actually be the actual authority on Midwest (laughs) adventure, uh, Midwest outdoor adventure compared to uh, the shenanigan behavior of some of my other guests and the people I'm having on. I mean, this is, this is your, this is what you do. So uh, excited to have you on. Give us a little rundown. Well, I I hope I'm an authority. I'm certainly not the authority, (laughs) but um, yeah, a little bit of background on me. I've been in the uh, adventure outdoor uh, slash travel industry for 20 something years now, um, always working with a variety of different associations. So working with very cool different communities. And these days I have the privilege of running the Outdoor Writers Association of America. I'm also involved with the Society of American Travel Writers, actually run their central states chapter. And yeah, I'm also, (laughs) when time allows, I'm also a freelance writer uh, as much as I can be. Well, as as a freelance writer myself, thank you for continuing to pound the rock. Absolutely. Uh, so really, I mean, it's central states, that sounds Midwest. And and it's kind of cool. I think you're actually out of Ohio, which is part of the reason I wanted to have you on during the Midwest adventure season, even though uh, the OWAA is for people all over uh, the United mm-hmm. States. Uh, the the ED is right in Cincinnati, Ohio. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe Midwest is the best after all. Well, I've, I've been very fortunate to live all over the United States. I grew up in New England, lived in D.C., then Colorado and Idaho. Now I'm in Cincinnati. My wife's family is from this area. So we moved here, who I guess about 13 years ago when our daughters were young. And uh, yeah, it was, you know, all too often uh, when people think about our outdoor activities, you know, they, they, they kind of go naturally they go big. You know, they think of the best national parks, which is great. But, you know, any national park is amazing. 
or they think of those kind of iconic outdoorsy states and they think of Colorado and, and some of those great, great places. Um, and yeah, maybe they don't really consider, you know, those states in the middle, the, the so-called flyover states. <laughs> but of course, with any state, you know, we've got this big, fantastic, diverse, wonderful country that we live in. And, you know, you can have great outdoor fun in any of these states, uh, wherever you are. But uh, it's been fun for me to get to know the Midwest, which is, you know, a region that I otherwise probably wouldn't have really uh you know gone to uh previously if my wife and her family weren't from here uh, but it's allowed me that opportunity to kind of find what else is here and what else there is to do uh around these particular states that's great and this is kind of a running theme with my special guest during uh this this season's episodes uh stacy who is the ed at a nonprofit in grand rapids michigan uh former military rescue skier in Afghanistan and Iraq, uh, former Utah, you know, Utah's all things outdoors. And he said, I'll tell you what, though, he said, Grand Rapids, Michigan is not to be slept on. He said, I have a river. I have canopy cover of trees. I have parks. And he said, and sometimes that's really all we need. Oh, I mean, Michigan's fantastic. And, and, you know, the other thing that people forget about uh, a lot of these Midwestern states are the Great Lakes. Uh, you know, my wife and I were just up in uh, Marblehead, Ohio, took the ferry out to Put-in Bay. Uh, and, you know, just this fantastic lakeshore um, that, of course, you know, uh, in includes Ohio and, and Michigan's got a fair number of it, uh, of miles of lakeshore as well. You, you know, there's all sorts of opportunities uh, therein, too. But again, you know, people think of the Midwest and they think of these landlocked states. Well, not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I watched uh, four people get in to Lake Michigan today to surf. And oh, nice. I was uh, feeling like, oh, boy, I didn't even expect that there would be swells going on today. I was just <laughs> going for a little post post hike uh, dip and uh, lo and behold. So there it is. Awesome. So let, let's let's talk about some of these Midwest adventures then uh you you've been around and you mm -hmm. work you work with people all and we'll get into what the uh, what owaa is and what your role is there but uh what are three midwest adventures that you've had since moving there and or before that that have really uh surprised you or just places that you love to do and experience Ooh. only three huh <laughs> yeah, nice that's a great answer <laughs> um yeah i mean like i said there, there are just so many different different ways to get outdoors so many different places to get outdoors uh man you know uh actually you know something that is new that i'm really excited about um is this ohio riverway uh that a friend of mine is working on he's a passionate outdoors person he actually started the paddle fest celebration which is actually the nation's largest uh paddling event and it's right here in cincinnati like like, like who knew right i certainly yeah. would have known that before i got here but he is working with um, a consortium of different tourism boards and uh, uh government entities and things like that to basically take a stretch of the ohio river and create a really dedicated pathway to it that you can not only uh paddle 
but he can also bike. And so they're going to have a, a full on kind of itinerary to say, okay, you know, you can paddle this far on this day. You've probably ended up in town X, you know, here's a great brew pub to go to for lodging. You can look at these three options next day. You're back on the river and you're going to head down here, or here's the biking alternative of that, or here's the walking version of that too. Um, so just, you know, really, and just there's so many of these communities that are recognizing like, oh, wait, we've got a great outdoor reset resource that's right in front of us that we haven't really developed yet. You know, maybe everybody knew this this big, broad river as, of course, um, an opportunity for commerce and business, but they hadn't realized until recently that outdoor recreation is a business, too, and can help these small uh, more rural communities, you know, help get some of those maybe city dollars or tourism dollars spread out into those local communities. And so, so things like the Ohio Riverway are a great example of that. That's great. Uh, you know, the Ohio actually from the Ohio to Erie Trail, from the Buckeye Trail to this Ohio Riverway project, there is a lot to discover in Ohio. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, you know, we're down here in the southern part uh, of Ohio. We've got, uh, for those who don't know, we've got Kentucky right across the river from us, which is another great outdoor opportunity. But yeah, there's a number of people even in Ohio who just don't think, oh, four hours north, I've got a shoreline, I've got a coast, I can go play in the Great Lakes. <laughs> yeah. you know, let's go do that. Absolutely. So, I, and this is where I love where this conversation's headed is uh, when when my, my wife and I had spent about two years out west and adore it but when we were coming back to the midwest there was there was a little bit of that uh that west coast hangover if you will <laughs> and we we thought you know what we're really gonna explore the midwest and we're gonna really talk about it on this podcast season and the things that we have done and the people we've met and the communities and the animals and the slices of the planet have really just been, it's as good as any other place in the country. It's just what you make of it and how you decide to play in it. Exactly. And in, you know, any community you get into, you can find those outdoor people. You can find that community within a community. And, you know, I've been fortunate to start to meet some of the different local businesses that we have here in Cincinnati. Um, there's a great company called Adventure Chick. Uh, it's all women's adventure travel tours. Um, and, you know, the, the, the woman who's the founder, she, you know, wasn't working in the travel industry. She, I think, if I remember correctly, she went through divorce, uh, maybe even lost her job right about the same time or decided her job was no longer for her and really just dove into this thing and said, I'm just going to, I'm going to create this tour company, adventure travel company just for women. And I know at one point, you know, she was delivering pizzas to make money, to make ends meet and everything. But now it's really a vibrant, uh, you know, well-run tour operator. She's doing quite well. She's actually, her company is a member of OWA too. Um, and then I just met just recently, just through a friend, there's a, a company that started doing camper van rentals out of Cincinnati called Eclipse. So it's like Eclipse, but with an A. Um, and, you know, here's a town where, and again, you know, kind of similar story to women who didn't even work in the in the outdoor industry, but they just had that passion. And at a certain point, quit their jobs and decided to follow that passion. And now, you know, they're doing great business because there are a lot of people out there who want to have all those comforts of a camper van, but maybe don't want to have to own one and and park one and and winterize it and dewinterize it and all that stuff. So now they can just grab one of their camper vans and, and head out on any given weekend. 
And so this is episode 12 of the Midwest Adventure Season. And episode maybe I'm going to estimate 15 or 16 is going to be myself and family headed to Red River Gorge to Miguel's to rock climb Mm -hmm. hike in our Eclipse camper van. Oh, nice. That's awesome. So we're going there uh, mid to late October. And right now we're recording this uh, August 8th. So it, it's coming. Yeah. I, and I love their story as well. I was, I was fortunate enough to do a contest around outdoor adventure and I won and that was my grand prize. Oh, wow. <laughs> Could so, you. <laughs> three day, three days, two nights and headed down to Miguel's pizza. And we'll get into that in a, in a different episode, but uh, yeah, there, there's lots of stuff. So we, you know, we kind of ran through a couple of things. Uh, and before we jump into OWAA, any other uh, favorite Midwest adventures in the outdoor space? Man, um, you know, in Ohio itself, uh, Hocking Hills, um, just, you know, beautiful rolling hills. It actually rem- reminds me a lot of New England, uh, but just, you know, just get great camping there. Uh, you know, they are doing some, some really cool things, uh, around some tours, um, I believe with, with beavers and then some, another company is running tours, uh, to watch the fireflies at night and things like that. Uh, yeah, there's too much, um, <laughs> you know, in Indiana, there's, there's Brown County in Brown County state park, uh, you know, just these beautiful kind of, um, stone, like stone layer waterfalls. Uh, mm-hmm. where you can just see the water just rolling down on these different sort of platforms of stone throughout the park and things like that. I'm really excited about, uh, I'd love to get up to Door County in Wisconsin. I haven't yeah. been up there yeah. yet, but I've heard fantastic things about it. It's got, what, 300 miles of coastline. So, you know, the sea kayaking and everything's just got to be off the hook. Um, yeah, there's just, there's a ton. Um, you know, one of the one of the great things about Cincinnati is I mentioned that we've got Kentucky right down the road. So uh, I had the opportunity to get to uh, Mammoth Cave National Park a couple times, um, which is, you know, such an incredible park. Uh, it's the longest cave system in the world by far. And they're still discovering more of it. They they haven't finished yet. Which is, um, but my which is that that line alone is crazy. Yes, yes, yes. The largest yeah. cave system in the world. And it's in central Kentucky. Truly mammoth, like it is well named. Yes. <laughs> and my favorite thing about that is I always tell people, you know, you can go any time of the year because once you get underground, it's always 54 degrees. It could be snowing a foot up top. It could be minus three degrees. Go down, go down there, nice and comfortable, 54 degrees. It could be 102 out. Go in the cave, 54 degrees. <laughs> you know, you're, you're all good. Great. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's interesting you say that. I've been to Mammoth Cave a couple of times. I've been to Hawking Hills probably mm-hmm. 40 times uh i have not been to brown county indiana though oh you gotta go it's it's so easy to get to too that's that's probably uh a next maybe a future episode on this season or or next on my list i mean but i think that even just the way you run through that uh really can hopefully tantalize and and wet some outdoor lips for those unfamiliar (laughs) with this portion of the country you know, it's even to the point too. Um, I've been hearing more and more from from like say Dayton, the city of Dayton, Columbus too. You know, they're just putting more and more infrastructure into metropolitan parks and metropolitan outdoor activities. I mean, I'm going to be going up to Columbus in about two weeks, and you know, they've got me ziplining and paddleboarding in yeah. Columbus. You know, that's great. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, Columbus's metro park system is fabulous, and so is Dayton's. Mm-hmm. 
I had oh. a, a, just briefly, I had a great yeah. opportunity up in Dayton. Uh, apparently, uh, somebody took me on a tour of the Dayton Canoe Club, which they're not sure, but it is either the oldest or second oldest paddling club in the country. Who would have known that? Right? <laughs> Dayton is, uh, they're kind of coining themselves the outdoor adventure capital of the Midwest. If uh, So OWAA should probably... Uh, probably uh talk to them about have a about chat that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure <laughs> so let's talk about let's talk about owaa uh what has it done what is it doing now what is interesting to you about it um you know how does it impact the outdoor adventure scene both in the midwest and, and around the country and the globe yeah wow um a lot of great questions there. We were found, I'll start in the beginning. We were founded in 1927. That's why we're the Outdoor Writers Association of America. This was back when everybody was a writer. Um, but these days, of course, we're a multimedia association. Uh, we've got over 600 uh, members, all individual media who are bloggers and podcasters and videographers and photographers. And, and most of them do a little bit of all those things, of course. Most media wearing many, many hats these days. Uh, and what we're really focused on is really to help them with their own professional development, both to help them kind of accelerate the trajectory of their career, and also then along the way, foment kind of the next generation of outdoor media. Um, so yeah, so it's, so it's a lot of just, you know, connecting people, helping them, you know, freelancers find new outlets, helping editors find new freelancers, uh, trying to inspire people with new story ideas, trying to keep a pulse on the latest trends in the outdoor industry and make sure our members are aware of them so you know they can write particular stories on them and whereas we have really strong very passionate roots in the hunt fish side of the industry we're really looking to broaden the organization as much as we possibly can our tagline is that we're the voice of the outdoors and as the largest and oldest uh, outdoor media association in the country we aspire to that but this is where we're undergoing so what I think is some really positive and some really uh, great change in that we really want to embrace that. And so to do that, we have to make sure that we are including voices from all sorts of parts of the outdoor industry, no matter how someone covers something uh, and no matter what outdoor sport they're covering. And certainly, of course, no matter who they are, uh, we want this to be a welcoming place for them to come, be inspired. And like I said, help their career accelerate to a new trajectory that they maybe otherwise wouldn't have attained or maybe not attained that quickly if it hadn't been for our, our help. Excellent. Uh, you know, you, ha you have to be hardworking and a little lucky to be good at anything in this <laughs> world. Um, you have to be really lucky, really hardworking, and, and hopefully find some resources like this to be uh, a successful artist and creator, I think. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I just, I've been, you know, I mentioned earlier that I've worked for all these different outdoor associations and these great communities. I'll be honest in that uh, it's been great fun working with, uh, well, get, really getting to know the OWA community over the past couple of years that I've been the executive director, um, which included over COVID, but when we finally were able to come together in person again and have our annual conference, I've just never seen an association that was so welcoming of new people. Um, we, we have all the new members, uh, the first time people uh, they've got like a little green ribbon on their badge. And some of these members that we have, and mind you, I've met, I think, five members now whose membership is older than I am. And I'm not young. 
Um, but you know, sometimes we'll have these guys, these, uh, people who are like, you know, members 30, 40, even 50 plus years, and they'll seek them out. They're like, Hey, you're new, like welcome. And let's sit down and, you know, have a beer together or go for a hike. Uh, Like, I want to learn what you do and tell you all about our organization. And and they're so welcoming, uh, and, and so excited to have new members. It's, it's just, it's just fun to see. It's pretty awesome. That's great. And, uh, you're, you do do an annual conference, which is, um, in a pretty, you, you, you were in Casper, Wyoming last year, and uh, this year headed to uh, another area of the country that doesn't get a lot of hub for outdoor adventure, but is a beautiful place. Where are you going uh, this year? So actually, this year was Casper, and next year is going to be in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Um, it's that little tiny part of Alabama that has a coastline, and, and it's, it's just beautiful. Wow. It's, it's awesome. The, yeah. we're, we're staying at this fantastic eco lodge. It's right on the coast and right behind it is a state park. Like you can grab a bike, you can go for a walk, you walk over a pedestrian bridge over uh, a roadway and you're in their state park. So you've got coast in front of you, you know, from the eco lodge, you're looking out on the coast or you can turn around right behind you and you've got these fantastic uh, marshes and boardwalks and everything uh, through this beautiful state park. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's kind of a perfect place for our members to be for sure, because it gives access to so many different types of outdoor activities, be it uh, fishing or bird watching, uh, hiking, biking, all those great things. So we're, we're very, very excited to head down there. Excellent. How would, uh, how would anybody membership, uh, just wanting to learn more, wanting to network in, how do you learn more about, uh, OWAA? Yeah, all the all the good stuff's on our website, of course, owaa.org. Great, uh, and people those will can be in the show notes. Great. Um, yeah, all sorts of good stuff there in terms of, uh, you know, what it takes to be uh, a member of OWA. We do have a vetting process, but also because we want to help make ourselves as accessible as possible, if someone doesn't meet the requirements to become an actual active media member, we have an associate membership, which provides all the same benefits. And it's really built for someone who's either getting started, start, uh, just starting out as outdoor media, or maybe they're transitioning careers. They've decided they want to become outdoor media. So someone like that who otherwise wouldn't, might not think they can join yet, they can join as an associate member because we want to bring them along and hopefully, you know, pretty quickly, they're going to then have enough uh, bylines to be able to apply to become an actual active member as well. Excellent. Well, thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you for all the association members who continue to create stories uh, worth sharing in a variety of different ways. Before, before we head out, so we, we've hit, let's see, Michigan, Kentucky, Indiana, Wisconsin, Ohio, in the Midwest, we've talked Alabama and Wyoming. Uh, last question: Leave us with uh, when when working with all these OWAA members from around the country. What was an outdoor adventure space or place or experience that you hadn't really heard of until somebody was covering it or talking about it that uh, surprised you? Ooh. <laughs> um, I or don't just know. a place that a lot of people aren't talking about. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, oh, yeah, there's so much there. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, um, there are just so many great places. Um, you know, I, I think of, you know, 
too many people look at Midwestern states and they call them flyover states and all those things. But I mean, like look at South Dakota, you know, look at all the great things there. Um, yeah, there's, uh, you know, Mount Rushmore and some of those things, but man, just driving through just those rolling hills of South Dakota, I was just, just kind of blown away by just how, how beautiful it was and, and kind of like this almost like comforting, calming landscape to it all. It's just, just fantastic. And, and South Dakota's billboard scene is better than anywhere else in the world. <laughs> I mean, probably true. <laughs> they, they got, they got the billboard scene down there. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's great. Well, Chaz, thanks. Thanks for joining in the Midwest adventure season. Uh, I think, you know, opened my eyes up to Brown County, reminded me of Door County and also how many cool people from uh, Eclipse and Adventure Chick to some of your writers that are doing so much in the outdoor adventure scene. I think it's just, it's really just jumping in and exploring and assuming that you know nothing because there's so much out there, I think. So much to be had. Yeah. Uh, and certainly I would, I would encourage your your listeners, if they're interested in anything outdoor media, check out our website. Uh, like I said, there's that much more accessible associate member. And then at a certain point, you know, our staff is always here to just chat with people about it. Um, just see if maybe, you know, this is something that's right for them. There's probably a lot of people out there um, that have that nascent kind of passion for the outdoors and maybe hadn't even thought that they could become uh, basically gainfully employed by telling outdoor stories. And, and that's what we're all about. I, I sure didn't think I could uh, eight years ago. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it feels great. So thank you. Thank you for what you do. And thank you for coming on the show today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. So friends, uh, this is episode 12 of the Midwest Adventure season, giving you a little, uh, a buffet, if you will, of Midwest Adventures. If you're new and don't know where to begin, uh, jumping in our community, hashtag the word spelled out, H-A-S-H-T-A-G, the number five, the number nine.com. That's our website. We got over 110 past podcast episodes, about 300 outdoor adventure articles, and our trash cleanup event schedule. So if you like what you're listening to and don't already subscribe, do so on the podcast and check out our website. And from there, decide how you want to play with us more. Till next time, Mike and Chaz signing off on the Midwest Adventure Season. Thanks for listening.